being attractive is the most important thing there is. If you want to catch the biggest fish in your pond, you have to be as attractive as possible. Make sure to keep your hair spotless and clean. Wash it at least every two weeks. Once every two weeks. And if you see Johnny Football Hero in the hall, tell him he played a great game. Tell him you liked his article in the newspaper. It's the Going Off Podcast with Rev Critic and Muse. RC, how you doing, my man? <laughs> oh. oh no! I'm sorry. I'm a little emotional because because oh. we're reviewing crying this week, and, and, and you know it just it, it just oh. uh, the music got to me. The music got to me. So you know. It, I thought it was a reference to the Jade album because all he does is cry on that thing. <laughs> oh no! For the cart, cart before the horse. <laughs> I honestly thought that's what you were even referencing. I didn't even think. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we got two requests this week, but before that's right. we get to any of that, oh. It's what everybody's talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, this week, if we're still relevant with what we're saying. It's the water cooler talk. Everybody is still talking about it by the weekend when this goes up, right? Sure, sure, sure. It's the 2022 MTV VMA's Music's Biggest Night. Da, 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 da. <laughs> what a great arrangement of six letters. RC... I gotta tell you something. I don't ever watch this show when it's live, and I wish I could, but I can't. Well, I'll tell you exactly why. Because MTV, in addition to the performances, they will upload some of the award acceptance speeches, Uh but you know damn well that if there were any points in the show that were awkward, or corny, or whack, in any way. (laughs) Those are being forgotten and wiped from the slate forever. You're right, you're right. (laughs) And and they always have a whole bunch of corn for you. (laughs) I've seen enough of these to know that there is no shortage of, whenever there's a presenter presenting an award, even though if it's MTV and it's supposed to be counterculture, or at least that was the deal when they started this award show in like the mid eighties. Now it's the most scripted. It's indistinguishable from every other award show, but they try to be funny. They try and it, and it doesn't land. You know, actually it's kind of funny, right? It's like they tried to be like counterculture by doing what they're doing. And they think that they're still doing that, but it's like, you are so just the culture. Like you are just every other award, you know, like, cause right in the eighties, it was like, Oh, the MTV, that's not a respectable award show. Now, you know, what is respectable. The Oscars where, you know, they barely even gave a shit about the animation category, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's like in this day and age, it's like, man, we don't respect none of y'all. <laughs> Here you are all equally worthless. When MTV was still like, not everyone has it. You gotta, you gotta call up your cable provider and ask for it. You need to demand it specifically. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. You saw Sting. You saw Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Just shout that to the guy on the phone. Like, He'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> he knows what MTV is. He's cool. That's when it was counterculture. But now, it's or well, maybe not in 2022. Because now culture is kind of past MTV and doesn't really need it anymore. There was a time, though, maybe like late 90s, early 2000s, maybe even into the 2010s with like their teen reality shows, that MTV was the shit. Oh, the finger on the pulse. Yeah. Your Jersey Shore, your teen mom. Your date, my mom. <laughs> like the stuff that was like, this is, na- I mean, I, I guess it's, it's really obvious, but it is so, sort of funny to just think about it now. It's like, that was the stuff that is like, of the time, today. Oh yeah, that's what's hip. And now it's just like, that is so lame. They're trying to bring back Jersey Shore. Who the fuck needs it, <laughs> you know? We watched some of the performances. Not all of them, because yeah, Lord no. knows there's way too many of them. And I'm just going to go they ahead and say, like, <laughs> especially since I don't really pay attention to what's big now. I don't recognize half the names of the people that are even up there. And what pe- uh, I've heard people saying is that, like, at this point, it's just become so obvious that it's like the award show is either people that, like, are up and comers and are trying to, like, you know, get get their clout or people who are past the prime and trying to, like, uh, hook some new views. But, like, anyone who, like, is here and established, they don't need to be here. Drake doesn't need to be there. You know what I'm saying? Kanye doesn't need oh. to be there. You know, Beyonce <laughs> no. doesn't need to be there. You know, like... <laughs> So those are huge names, right? Huge names that don't need MTV. Yep. You'd think 
your boys. <sighs> Eminem and Snoop. <laughs> oh, but they had an agenda. <laughs> well, I think they had a contra- uh, contractual obligation. Oh, if is anything. that what it was? <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone would have done that voluntarily. Jesus. But, um... Let's so just talk you'd, about it. <laughs> you'd think they would have outgrown the need for MTV, but at this point, like you said, they have an ulterior motive. They're there to promote their Bored Ape Yacht Club Ooh. avatars. Yeah. They're NFTs. Unfortunately, they decided to do this uh, at this award show uh, way after uh, Dan Olsen put out the Line Goes Up videos. So, uh... <laughs> I, I just... It's so funny. It's so past the point where anyone gives a shit. Right, like, this is now, like, wow, this is going to be the, well, this is what 2022 was, wasn't it? (laughs) You know, like... It it really makes the two oldest performers at the show seem that much more out of touch. Like, like boomer old men who just don't know what's going on. It's like, oh, NFTs are still cool. We're on the element OPs, we're... And it's like the pop for the reveal of the NFTs wasn't even really anything special. So it's like, that's why I say I think it's a contractual obligation. Because I think, like Snoop, he's invested in Meta. Oh, Snoop is a person who definitely is like, he is not about any sort of artistic credibility. Look, what gets in the money? Oh, is that bringing in money? Okay, we'll do that. (laughs) Snoop is literally a landlord in the Meta space. He sells space in the Meta space. He's not a businessman. He's a Meta businessman. (laughs) But Eminem... He seems way less attached. I think... Do you think it was like a Snoop went up to him and was like, yo, dude, this is a cool idea. And Eminem hasn't been on the internet in like two years, you know, so he doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> Eminem is counting down the days till he gets to set his fucking avatar to something not that ugly fucking NFT on Twitter. I am so... And just the fact that they 3 d CGI rendered them and it's like they look uh. even worse interpreted. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like all those early 2000s, you know, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, the movies sort of animations, but even like less cool... And it's like, it just, like, this shit is like Garbage Pail Kids. Like, I would rather us have Garbage Pail Kids come back and be be popular again with those disgusting designs. At least they were, like, creative. This is just ugly. This is the funny thing about NFTs, especially NFTs and animation. Because people have tried to pitch and sell these NFT cartoons. And they actually have some pretty big names attached for voice acting. But Mm. whenever you see them, it looks like them, it looks more stilted than first season South Park. Like, we're still moving the the construction paper around. It looks more stilted than that. In the pause, it would look okay, but as soon as it starts moving, it doesn't look good. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) When you see the music video for Cracker Island, and you see what gorillas have been doing... Right. ...with their... uh, with with their characters, and how their characters move. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you look at these NFTs that are just sitting there and their mouths are barely moving and they try to have the mouths move to the lyrics and they just look like hand puppets just bop 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 they might as well have just gotten hand puppets I would have at least like you know been like oh hey they actually like you know put some design in you know what I mean like Eminem probably still has the number of the crank yankers in his (laughs) Rolodex give them a call he could get his fucking Phil Eminem back and have Triumph in it uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna try to bring Crank Yankers back in, a, in an age Didn't of Didn't they already try to do that? Yes, they did. Holy crap. God damn it. Uh, what was the thing? Oh, yeah, because I think it was interesting. Yeah, you brought up Gorilla because so I was just like, man, we could have had, like, a Gorilla's video on that. That would have been so cool. Because, like, when you watch their videos, it's like, they're clearly working with a budget, but they're doing the best they can, and it looks kind of cool, you know? Like, it would yeah. Be, yeah, if we, it would be nice if we get another 2005, you know what I mean? Like, oh, shit, Gorilla's, yo, that's right, they are doing a whole bunch of shit, right? But that would be if... MTV was cool, so... <laughs> yeah, no, uh... So, but, um, and that song, I just want to say, like, just before we get off, that song is so oh, bad. It's so it, yeah. fucking mid. <laughs> it's like, here's just a bunch of things that we typically say. <laughs> LBC to the one, two, three to the... <laughs> like... That's how I know that I'm in the studio with the doggy in California because my homie from Long Beach got me that bomb weed. Stop. Ooh. Fucking... Stop. And he does that speed rap shit, right? And he sings and it sounds like cool nothing. in like a No, it sounds cool in a rap god way. Yeah, it's a hurricane of nothing. 
No, that's my problem with this shit, is that when you actually read it, he's not saying any fucking thing. He, he's on that Busta Rhymes shit. You remember it was like, I'm begging on the east and I'm begging on the way. And I remember the the entire YouTube and the internet popped like, oh my God, can you believe this old school rapper's rapping fast? And it's like, Whoa, he's, he's going so fast. Yeah, it's like, he's And he just says, I'm, I'm begging on the east and I'm begging on the west. I'm going to give you more and I'll never give you less. He's <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> And I just want to congratulate Eminem, by the way, on continuing his uh, his trend now. Can we consider this to be the spiritual successor to FAC, the dog shit exclusive to Curtain Call single? Because this is on Curtain Call too. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that did happen, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. With the album we cover that. that doesn't look fucking real. <laughs> Long Beach CC is different. Four man with the put on still getting bread with the niggas I put on. Yeah, I put my hood on. Shit got cold. I put my... What? Really? Wait. <laughs> I put my hood on. Yeah. I, shit got cold. I, I put my hood on. Wait, was that part of the rap verse? Is he really... Or did he just like go like, guys, I, I'm an older man. Can we turn up the AC in here? <laughs> I'm a walking motherfucking marijuana leaf and I'm here to stay. Yeah, my reign's so definite. My longevity needs a hearing aid. Still wearing Hanes t-shirts, I done bodied some features with legendary names. Was there when Dre turned the chronic to monetary gain. Cause dope is addictive, just like they call it marijuana. Oh, oh God. Cause like marriage, you wanna marry Jane. You might as well just be saying, you get it, you get it, you get it after every fucking two uh. words. The fucking 3D elbow coming through the screen to nudge me in the ribs. <laughs> they might as well have fucking showed that. that I would have at least Whoa. appreciated that. They're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the performance is just a video projection. Yeah. So. What is the audience seeing? Well, for three minutes, they're staring at Eminem and Snoop sitting on a couch. And then they get off the couch and they're like, oh, shit, we got to perform. That's right. So then they just do the chorus again. And you see the giant projected NFTs behind the stage, and that's all they do. The rest of it is just a fucking video they look at. And then they just stare at these two old men (laughs) sitting on a couch. They don't even look like them. Like, this is... (laughs) It's more embarrassing than anything. But from there, uh, we also got Nikki's performance. Nikki accepting the... Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Uh, did, did they play down the uh, Michael Jackson there? Did they? <laughs> it's the Vanguard Award. <laughs> they absolutely shouldn't call it the Michael Jackson Video <laughs> Vanguard Award anymore. I don't know if they still do. They, they did uh, as of a few weeks ago. I haven't seen if they dropped it since. They probably didn't because I don't honestly think they care. It, well, I was just saying, like, I get it. Like, Michael Jackson did, like, iconic videos. And so, like, I get that's what yeah. they're, like, you know, bouncing from. I mean, especially, like, coming from, like, out of the 80s. He was the one that kind of, like, I mean, the so did the White Stripes, if, <laughs> if we're going to be honest. Like, uh, but, there's so many people who have right. done dope music videos, not just him. I mean, God, Madonna, can we I'm name it after Missy Elliott? Like, come on. Like, <laughs> Oh, shit. The fucking, what was it, uh, Director X or... Oh, sure. Oh, Hype Williams. I think Hype that's Williams. Yeah, that's yeah. it. For God's sakes, name it after him. Name it after Director X. Uh, fucking Spike Jones. For God's sakes, <laughs> like so we get a Nicki Minaj. And, and at first, I was thinking like, yeah, what iconic videos? And shit. Like, has anyone ever been like, oh, it's the music video that you're there for when it comes to her? Like, that's a very good point because honestly, the only music videos of hers I really remember are the videos for Super Bass. Yeah, because I remember the fucking. The, the, the Pepto-Bismol the, pool. <laughs> the Pepto-Bismol pool, the ice motorcycle. Oh, sure, iconic. The, 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 the really, like, you know, fucking buff dudes, you know what I'm saying? The buff dudes, the pink leopard uh, bodysuit, the fucking Lil Nas X did. I remember all that shit. Um, the Anaconda but, video. But Bees in the Trap? Like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck Bees in the Trap was doing there. Like, it got a pop from the crowd, but... That's definitely like B or C tier. Because at first she starts doing a rap, I think, from something newer. And then she starts yes. rapping like uh, one or two uh, things from like when she first got on. And it was like, oh, yeah. it's And I was like, yo, if she just did went through like all of her guest verses, like that actually would be like gold tier. Because the first year of Nicki Minaj was pretty goddamn good. Like uh, it was like right until the album came out. <laughs> I, I did forget that she did 
the monster verse. Yep, yep. See, I, and I was but like, oh. not the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like she had to cut it for time. It's not that long of a verse. No way. Or did and she I don't do- think anyone would have minded if you didn't do bees in the trap. Or, or did she Could've do it? Because I remember, thing. I remember her doing the ending where, where the audience kind of did the. But I, I think she cut out like oh, three like lines part. in the yeah, middle. Yeah. It was a weird jump cut. It felt like she did a moment for life. Super freaky girl. I just got to say, this is Nikki when I like her the most. Oh, yeah, sure. Is when she's doing the fun pop songs. I I like super bass. I like Anaconda personally. I like super freaky girl. It's the rap ones that I'm not so keen on. Which is weird, right? Like, yeah, it it honestly feels like, well, I mean, Starship still sucks ass, but you know. (laughs) I like starships too. Oh my god, too. are you kidding me? Twinkle, no. Twinkle, little star. Do, 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 do. It's like, oh, okay. I didn't say it's Everybody good. Everybody say Ray, Ray, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that feels like that comes next. It's just fun, all right. And but, like, yeah, we can have our dumb fun, what have you. But yeah, it, it does feel like when she does like the rap, like, I'll put your number twos in the air if you shit out. Does anyone remember that? Does anyone really still oh, fuck no. with, I am not, uh, I am not Aladdin, I am, oh, I am not Jasmine, I am Aladdin. Does, does anyone even remember what the name of that song was? Oh. Like, <laughs> You bums is, is dragon. I'm a dragon. <laughs> I forget what song that was. Honestly, that is the worst exemplification. I remember I uh, went back. I tried to have a moment and go like, hey, let's go back and listen to like Nicki Minaj's like first album to really listen to it. And it is hard. It is a hard listen because it's so like in the middle of the loudness wars. And it's so like, we don't really care about making your shit like hip hop or anything. No, we're just going to go hard for hardcore on this fucking Swedish house mafia because that's what's in the clubs right now sound. And they just like crank everything, all the sense and shit up to 11. And it's so like the production on that song is actually like maybe one of the tamer like productions like it's what all the other songs like come on a cone or these girls fall like dominoes i was like oh what god even i forgot was about that? dominoes <laughs> like yeah i bet they're not playing that one on the fucking uh reel you know what she should have done she did have done um take your medication roman <laughs> no actually i wouldn't like that one because <laughs> did she Cause she did it live, didn't she? I remember her doing that one on uh, MTV. Yeah. I was like, hey, actually, because I, I, I was like, look at us doing more fun, crazy shit. Like, trying that to was sound a like, dope performance that year. Yeah, it sounded like fucking Pinky in the Brain and shit. I was all for it. <laughs> I had a curiosity watched the Black Pink performance. What'd you think? Uh, very boring. Uh, same, uh, <laughs> same shit. That my exact same problem with the Nikki performance. They had like twenty girls on stage, and they were all just dancing. And Blackpink were just kind of standing there. Oh. And the yeah, song was kind of boring, too, honestly. That's unfortunate. I also tried to watch this performance that was like a Burger King commercial. Did you see that uh, one? Yeah, and I was like, oh, what wait, the fuck is this was a that? music video or not? Like, and it was like, wait, th- yeah, I was like, oh, 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 because at first I was like, oh, we're doing like Drag Kings. Okay, that's cool. And it's like, and Burger King tie up. Oh, it's Burger okay. King. And it's only like a minute of the song, and it's not during the performance. It, like, it's not, doesn't seem like it's being performed live. And it's like, what was that? Was that like an alternate music video? What's happening? Where's Burger King getting the money for that kind of product placement for one? And what are they advertising? The same old shit? Do they have anything new? I literally think that they are just trying to like advertise. Uh, Burger King, huh? Drag We're still Kings, here. Huh? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I you really think s- that's all they had. <laughs> There's a chance you might still see a Burger King in an airport fucking <laughs> food court. Don't you like our so, fries? for those chicken fries? That's keeping us oh, uh, afloat, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about the Chuking? Their uh, their chicken sandwich, the Chuking. Uh, anyway, how about uh, JID? JID. <laughs> I thought he was, uh, I like that he did the little intro where he's just like, hey, check it out. Uh, this is where the sample's from. And then, oh, it's most deaf. And then, hey, watch my version. <laughs> this is Aretha Franklin. This is most deaf. Hey, this is like educational. I'm like teaching you something. Music okay, is no, this is me. <laughs> I, like I thought that, that was that. fun. Yeah. I, I liked that. And I, I just like J.I.D. in general. I remember liking his album, uh, DiCaprio 2, when mm. we reviewed it, like way, way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what I don't like is this uh, tiny ass Dorito stage that they got J.I.D. and Flo Million with like. 12 people in front of them. Was this like the pre-show or something like that? I don't like, know. It was it was so strange because 
You've got you got Saucy Santana on the pre-show because that's like outside. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like outside in the fucking broad daylight. Then you got some people doing these really tiny ass performances on the on the Doritos side stage. Then they got footage from a Bad Bunny performance out in Yankee Stadium. Okay, I was confused. Okay, yeah, because I was like, wait, all of these people look different. This isn't the MTV Awards. That doesn't count. Like what? <laughs> it's like it's like WrestleMania two when they had three different events in three different cities, and they're like, all right, we're gonna throw it down to New York now. Okay, now we're gonna throw it to Chicago. It's like, but. But they only had the one performance, the the uh, Bad Bunny performance, which, I mean, if we can just get a fucking more of a uh, neck-breaking contrast from the tiny-ass Doritos stage, fucking <laughs> performing to, like, a sold-out Yankee Stadium, it's people yeah. to the fucking rafters. Um, and I gotta shout out Bad Bunny doing the fucking, he kisses the girl, then he kisses the dude, oh, and everyone on Twitter blew I, the fuck up about it. I actually didn't notice that. <laughs> Yeah, I just saw him carrying in the dope. woman. I, I didn't. I, that's all I saw. I like Flo Millie, right? Yeah, Flo Millie was okay. You know, I, like I like again, her songs when I hear them out of the context of a live performance. I right. think they're okay. Uh, those the live performances though were. Uh, it, it just kind of felt like here's our routine. You know, we, we got a week before the show. Come on, guys, let's do a quick thing. We got to watch the rehearsal. Two, like, there's five girls on stage, and then two randomly leave, and then they come back, and then they randomly leave again. I was like, what, what oh. are we, emulating Destiny's Child's fucking oh. trajectory? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you like I, that topical humor. Uh. Oh, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> fucking I Love the 90s call. <laughs> uh, well, uh, 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 the prank show called, and, and they said they want their uh, asking for a thing back back. <laughs> Got muse. <laughs> You're laughing, but next week I'm going to have you replaced by Michael Ian Black. Oh, no. And whoever else <laughs> sat in. <laughs> Fucking Craig Ferguson's going to be here. Uh, 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 what, what was the other dude who used to talk very slowly and deliver? Was that Michael Ian Black? I think that was just him. And Mo Rocco would do that shit, too. Like, Kyle yeah. Sparks is going to be here. That, that's the Michael one I was Ian Black. <laughs> Uh, who is the black comedian? Uh, the black comedian Pat Oswald, with- uh, Frangela, remember them? Something else I was gonna say real quick. Um, the over censoring of these songs for the live performances kind of feels like why even bother doing it? Yeah, some of the things were just like, wait, is that a curse word? I, I like kept having like, wait, was that bad? Yeah, I, I don't even know what's the point if I'm not even gonna hear half the song at that point. Why even bother doing it? Why not go for the songs that have less curse words in them so this isn't a problem? <laughs> or were those it? Did you not have? <laughs> um, and then, okay, so now we come to who I think stole the fucking show, the two, the top two. Lizzo fucking squashed shit tonight. Like, holy shit. She, and I feel like this is where all of the budget went. There is a very good chance of that. Um, <laughs> it was the best use of the rear projection, like, LED screen. Right, There was, right. like, interaction with it, which was cool. You get to save on backup dancers by just filming Lizzo 20 times. Yeah, but it is cool that they had, like, the, you know, her, like, semi-interacting with the words that kind of come out in the background. She's, like, kicking him and, like, she's getting bumped by them and stuff like that with the choreography. Yeah. Like, I thought that was really cool, you know? Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I liked her performance. Just the one-two punch of these songs was also, like, really cool. Because I think I'd heard the first one, but I don't think I'd heard the second one. And, like, it's one of those yeah, moments where, like... New. When hearing the second one in conjunction with the, like, it really does feel like a two-parter where it's just like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I actually want to hear these two back-to-back from now on now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I hope they're on the album that way. Yeah, because they totally fit like that. So, uh, she definitely was a smash. And Saucy Santana also fucking squashed it. Like, come on. If people aren't talking about Saucy Santana by now, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Oh man, that shit was so cool. Like, uh, uh, oh, especially at the end where, like, he does, like, the twirl with his hands and the dancer, like, twirls around and, like, hits oh, that bop at the bottom. Oh, like, that was the coolest fucking way you could have been to that. <laughs> I popped really hard for that. That was, that was insane. That looked so like, cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, Saucy would get some buzz and might be allowed indoors next year. <laughs> That's a damn shame. But, like, I like how... And, again, like, uh, they started with the Beyonce sample over the track. Like, that was so fucking yeah. dope. Just the costumes were dope. Like, the fucking ski mask and the tight bodices. And then just that one lyric, I got something you ain't got, bitch. Options. <laughs> it's like, ah, damn. Um, 
I thought it was really funny how often they cut to Taylor Swift. Like, what's Taylor got to think about this performance? You're right. I did notice that. <laughs> they they're cut like, to her a lot. They're like, oh, she's here. She didn't perform. But look, look, look we got her. <laughs> she did announce the uh, a new album coming out in October, though. So we got that to look uh, forward okay. to. Okay. So that's what that's what this was about. It was like, a, all right, look, you know, come to our show and, we, and we'll help you, you know, you know, promote your joint. You know what I'm saying? This is all. It's all business. <laughs> They actually had a Best Metaverse Performance Award, by Get the way. the fuck out. Oh, did Eminem and, and Snoop win? <laughs> no, they weren't even nominated. They didn't have one Well, that's a category. damn shame. What could have been. Uh, Song of the Summer. Okay. So your nominees are, I swear to God, uh, Bad Habit, Steve Lacey, Post Malone and Doja Cat, fucking Super Freaky Girl. That song's been out for like two weeks. I don't think that counts. Well, I guess if you're trying to, like, catch right on to the, oh, hey, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, about damn time, fucking big energy. I'm just reading the ones I recognize here because there's way too fucking many. But mainly, Break My Soul and About Damn Time are extremely strong contenders. Yeah. But then you give it to Jack fucking Harlow. Because they knew Beyonce wasn't going to be there? Like, what's the deal? (laughs) Well, that's, yeah, that's true. You, you don't want to go out of your way to embarrass yourself by giving it to somebody and they're way too cool to have anything to do with you. We know Jack has to come. <laughs> he he needs this. He's Lil Nas's ex's drive home, so oh, no. <laughs> we know he's going to be here. Oh, man, but let's uh, let's get to yeah. these albums because we've been, we've been rolling. <laughs> well, you know what they say. I, I, I don't know what they say. <laughs> Going into crying. Yeah, uh, Relentless Boo, thank you so much for your request. Uh, and if you'd like to request uh, mm. something, you can head on over to Kofi.com slash G-O-I-N-O-F-F. I almost fucked up. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I was about to compliment how slick the transition was. Uh, <laughs> it's K-O-F-I.com slash G-O-I-N-O-F-F. I fucked up where the rhyme part Jesus. was happening, and I was like, oh, yeah, Kobe, oh And I was like, wait, where was the rhyme? <laughs> K-O-F-I.com slash. <laughs> we haven't been doing this for years, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't pay any attention to us. We're really new at this. Anyway. <laughs> beyond the fleeting gales. Yes, what is beyond it? It's apparently crying. <laughs> Lots of crying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just come out the gate and be the one to say it. I think this album is really good and really solid and in a way that I don't know what to say about it. I agree. I I very, very, very strongly agree. I had a very good time with this album. They got a way of mixing like the late 90s college rock radio vibe. But then they mix it with some synths, some, some strings. They, especially like in uh, Wool in the Wash, they, at the end of it, when they got the guitar solo harmonizing with a synth solo, oh man, it was Wait, ridiculous. That happens a couple times, and it is so fucking clean. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they play with the time a lot. Like, I think that's really cool. Like, I like like in they do it in a way where it never feels like math rocky. You know, it's just like, oh, we're doing this to like you know like flex our you know. It wasn't music. too confusing. Yeah, it just feels like, oh, this is part of the flow and the, in the you know, the bashing and the moving of the music. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was, everything just felt so fluid and so fucking cool. Like, it was one of those things where, like, as I was listening, it's like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, I, I'm not really getting what the lyrics are about, but it's so one of those things where, like, her voice, like, the sort of dead-eyed angel voice that she has, <laughs> like, it's so yeah. perfect. Like, it, it's basically like an instrument within, like, just like the other, you know, instruments in the music. You know what I mean? Like, it's so, like, in conjunction with it that it's just like you just let it wash over you you know you're just like i don't know what i'm supposed to get with this me but i don't think it matters it just feels so goddamn good well like there are some songs where the vocals are so low in the mix that they almost do mm. just kind of work as an instrument because you really can't hear yeah what is being said anyway talking about elements of the 80s there's um there's some songs where and it took me a second to get it but i was trying to put my finger on what the vocals reminded me of and especially on like origin where the where the song was more punky sounding than songs up to that point it wasn't till a sudden gust that i picked up on it and that the vocals reminded me of the go-go's if you look up and see what some of their earliest stuff was they were just going from fucking 
nightclub to nightclub opening and performing with like legit mainstream, well not mainstream, but like big name uh, punk bands, and that's where they were fucking cutting their teeth. Cool today, right? Like it reminded me kind of um, uh, Beach Bunny. If you ever heard them, the lead singer kind of has a sound like that. That's a newer, a newer band, but still kind of has the same vocal styling. I think if you listen to the album straight through, Mm. the vocal style does kind of get a little boring to me. I can get that. Because it doesn't mix up a lot. It was one consistent tone throughout. And if you listen to the songs on their own or in like a playlist, you're not really going to know that or notice it. But even in those instances, um, I thought that the instrumentation almost always made up for it. Right. And you know what? I do got to say before I forget... Um, there was a door. The oh, vocal man. style did mix up on that one, where it was like almost like spoken rap kind of delivery. It was so interesting when I heard that track. It was like, oh shit, we're really going all the way gorillas with this shit. Like we're doing the you know the disaffected two D voice where he talks like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, like that was my favorite track of the whole fucking joint because I just was like, I mean, and I'll admit to my bias. It was like, hey, holy shit, this sounds like gorillas on some like next level shit. And then. Holy shit, can I just say, when they did the little fucking thing with the guitar flare with the synth, and then I was like, right yeah. after that, you hear the little DJ scratching coming in, and I was like, whoa, did they yeah. just throw in some hip-hop in this shit? Did that shit just fucking work? Like, what the fuck? Like, you know how usually with, like, a, a band will try to throw in some, like, you know, DJ elements, it kind of feels like, oh, all right. But this one was just, like, so, like, it was so fucking fresh with how it just kind of, like, rolled in with it. I was like, oh, shit. It definitely could have been corny, but yeah. it wasn't. They did a really good job with that one. My favorite cuts overall were uh, There Was a Door and uh, Wool in the Wash were my two favorites. Um, but n- nothing on here got lower than a four. Yeah, everything on here honestly was a five to me. Like, I was just like, wow. I, it was just so, it was just so solid. Like, it was just, so, you, you know what it is? It's like, everything is so fucking competent. Like, everything, n- n- I mm. mean, not just competent, everything is so, like, you know, like, uh, uh, what, what does that say? In movies, they have, like, competent porn or, or it's some word for it where it's just like, uh, it's what is the movie I was thinking about? There's some movie about someone goes up into space, and the whole point of you enjoying the movie was seeing the sequence of events working. You know what I mean? Like everything coming together. And so it's like mm. with an album like this, it's just like everything is just working. Like everything is just clicking. Like they got the right producer, they got the right vocalist, they got the right instrument. Like this is just good. <laughs> like I don't know what else to say. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, they just did a great. They just did an exemplary job. <laughs> yeah, I walked away with a four and a half. I, I gave it that five. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into this next one uh, requested by Kyrie. Thank you so much for your request for CTV3 colon Day Trippers edition by Jaden. Yeah. Muse, I'm going to kick it over to you. <laughs> How is you feeling? How are you Thank feeling? Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really feeling much of anything. Honestly, I feel very numb, if I'm going to be honest. So, mm. Well, maybe that's exactly what we wanted you to feel. So yeah. we did Sire. We did Eris. This is the third in the trilogy, but it's a prequel. And it doesn't have the letter thing. What happened to Rise? Yeah. What happened to Rise? <laughs> it was right there. And it all, never mind. Um, <laughs> it's too late now. The album's two years old. There's no point. And there was like two refurbished editions where he had two chances to do it. <laughs> no, and it's weird because this is the third in a trilogy of of mixtapes, but it's also the third in the trilogy of the full-length studio albums? Look, don't try to psychology his I, shit, all right? <laughs> I don't know how he tried to make this work. So I don't care enough or at all about the sire lore <laughs> for it to really matter what any of this had to do with anything. I like almost um, cared for that one album where they were like doing a bunch of sound effects and stuff. And I was like, oh, I guess we are trying to do something. And this is like, you don't know where you just have a whole bunch of ideas and you don't have anywhere to like land this shit, do you? <laughs> <sighs> My opinion. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you give too much away. <laughs> My preference as to what I what I'd rather Jaden do between rap and sing um, kind of flip flopped throughout this because there's some points when he's singing and I think, huh, this sounds okay, And then he tries to rap and I'm like, "Mm, don't do that. What are you doing? But then 
there's times later where he's trying to sing, and I'm like, hmm, don't do that. So, <laughs> I don't know what my preferred Jaden uh, styling is. If I'm going to go ahead and give it away, I'm going to say my favorite song on here it are the first two. Uh, uh, circa 2015 and Falling For You featuring your boy, Justin oh, Bieber. Woof, woof. No, sir. Those, those, wow. I was not feeling... I'm sorry. I just, like, I just remembered, like, oh, fuck, yeah. That was the one with, oh, Jesus Christ. Because I'm sorry. I was just thinking, like, yo... Because at first, I, I was, like, kind of with it, like, oh, they're going for the 40s bopper jazz thing. And it's, like, kind of really well sung, actually. I was like, oh, this guy... Mm-hmm. But then they're doing, like... If you don't love me, I'll jump off the roof. If, if you, you don't, don't call love... me, I'll jump off the yeah. roof. Look, it, it, I would I would take points away, but in the context of the album, Jaden is supposed to be fifteen. Sure, like oh, immature. And you you're know. gonna be a dramatic, whiny <laughs> kid. That's fine. I'll give that to you. The you rest know, of the song hmm. was was like nice. Coffee shop jazz almost. Ex- see, that's to exactly my problem. Yeah. Where it almost bordered on like a Michael Bublé song. <laughs> right? It's like and Michael I honestly Bublé didn't with like it. On it. <laughs> you know? I, I liked the instrumentation with the trumpets and the strings. I thought Bieber sounded fine. I really liked the, the layered vocals on uh, Circa 2015. <clears throat> but well, see, I, that- I don't think it gets as good. I think it's only downhill from there. But see, that's my thing with the song. Like, it's competent fine but Mm. it's like it's so like not trying to go any further and it seems like it's hinting at that with the hook of the overly emotional if you don't answer i'll jump off the roof you know like there's no other lyric that's like that on the song it's not like i thought he was gonna do like a dino spumoni from hey arnold you know like pow i threw your dresser right out the door you know like some sort of like oh i'm just gonna get so emotional and doing it over this ironically (laughs) old school song like i thought that was what he was doing i was like oh okay like because at first i was uncomfortable but it's like oh maybe he's trying to make me uncomfortable and there's like no, it's just a normie song. So what the fuck was the point of that first lyric? Like, it was about to go somewhere when it really wasn't, like, you know? Yeah, it, it had chances to go down a kind of Sinatra route. But instead, he decided to throw in, and I was keeping count, the most shoehorned Beatles references. Oh, there was a couple of them, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So... <laughs> Oh, he thought he was making a classic, so he's like, well, I have to reference uh, classics. <laughs> yeah, so apparently the cover of the album is supposed to be a reference to the Sgt. Pepper's oh, I'm sure. <laughs> album cover. There's a song called Lucy, and then the very next song, there is a lyric referencing the uh, Kaleidoscope Eyes, which yeah. is a Lucy in the Skies with Diamonds reference, so I was like, mm-hmm. no, okay. But it was when he kept doing it. Right, because when it's first, we're like, oh, there's a character named Lucy, and we're making that sort of like the reference, and, and you know, having the portrait is like, hey, Lucy, come here! Like, you know what I mean? I kind of like that. But yeah, when it kept doing it, I was just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> when he fucking says, all the lights, girl, tell me what it's like, she's at a benefit for Mr. Kite. That, yeah. What? Right over the line. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Stop that. About? <laughs> we don't need it. No one gives a shit either. But- like, stop. You know, well, he's going for the psychedelia rap sort of thing. And I think it works at some points. But yeah, when it's like that, it just feels like psychedelia because you got that reference, you know, like, yeah. The one other one in The Birth of Sire, which I guess I'm supposed to care because this is like, you know, critical to the lore or whatever. Sure. Um. My stomach was bleeding when I fell on the road because now she's leaving home like Melanie Cole. That's not a bad line. Mm. And again, if I didn't know what you were doing, right, I'd probably appreciate that more. But this is you made this a thing and you've annoyed me with it. So now it's too late. Mm. I wish you hadn't have done the other ones because this is the best application of it. Because sure. not only is it a nice reference it actually really works well with the couplet. It falls into the category of what you said. If you really give a shit, this album is probably cooler to yeah. you, had more of an impact. But if you don't give a fuck, it's really like, why should I give a shit? Yeah. Wait, so she shot him? Like, what? Why? Oh, someone shoot somebody. Wasn't the point that he, get, he at the end, is like, oh, he's been shot in the stomach. And is it supposed to be like a metaphor for how she metaphorically shot me in the heart? You know, shot um, through the yeah. heart and you're too lame. You know, I'm not I'm not taking anything literally on this one. I can't. I can't. When, when he fucking opens the album 
and he calls himself a young KRS. I can't take wow. anything he says serious. <laughs> like, come on, son. That ain't gonna now, work. Here's my thing, though. Some of those reps weren't too bad. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't some know how to feel. Like, Rainbow Bap actually had some pretty dope, like, had a pretty dope first verse. And then it got to the hook, and I was like, wait, what the fuck did that have to do with it? This is all like bragging shit. And now it's like, oh, baby, I miss you so bad. I was like, huh? <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> I, I was not a fan of his monotone rapping on this. It's, it's because either he's singing in a very dull, bored, kind of mumbling way, or he's rapping in a monotone way, or he's like over rapping and that kind of gets it's like cringy in its own way so i don't really know what i want is the problem don't like he's understand? giving me a whole bunch of options and none of them are clicking with me the, the lackadaisical delivery is supposed to emulate the ennui of the teenage so no. uh, <laughs> i'm over it yeah that, i'm this, fucking over it this is what i was saying right here it's like it's like he's saying this one language like oh you know young niggas ain't stopping and dripping the way i dribble the rock they're gonna watch how the rocks is glistening blood diamonds ancestors fighting with colonists know your history inherit the confidence it's apparent and obvious i'm a young krs in your providence in this air that we're breathing this consciousness every lyric is prominent i feel it just another cold morning in paris i wish i was taking you home girl oh like what what? <laughs> like what's happening? Yeah, like what is happening? <laughs> uh, yeah. Where are we? <laughs> like, you gotta help paint a picture, Jaden. You gotta yeah. let me know where we're at. You gotta draw me a map. In the hills, he did this himself, calling okay. it in the hills. <laughs> it just made me think of how much of a watered down weekend he sounds like. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. You ain't even lied about that one. <laughs> I've seen this. I'm sorry, I see this Lucy track, and it's like, it's, again, I like, oh, melancholy doo-wop, but again, it's so low energy that, like, I don't care. <laughs> like, unless he's saying something interesting, which he isn't. <laughs> this thing that was interesting on Bad Connection that I thought was kind of cool about it was you hear this woman on the phone going, hello? Like, throughout it? I think that's kind of interesting because yeah, oh, he's, he is a bad connection. She can't mm, hear him. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of clever. What it is? Actually, I like this one. Yeah, I was like, I like the uh, trippy visuals and the rhymes. I, I think this one actually had a, a solid hook on it. Yeah, because I like the way this one ended Which and one? like, uh, it, it's what it is. Uh, what where it he's is. like, I seen between the matrices, they still riddle on the basic shit. Like girls' fragrances and federal reserve. Again, he's kind of like this. Right, 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 right. And then, oh, oh, and this is the part that I just thought was so like, you know, there's a certain level of like, yes, he's just wrapping up his own ass and saying so it doesn't really matter. But there's a certain uh, another level where it's just like, but wasn't that a lot of '90s rappers too? Where it's just like, this doesn't really mean anything. But doesn't this just like sound cool? Where it's go you know, it's like ancient batteries buried in Africa history cap, and it's been ass backwards. I just saw a pterodactyl. The whole world's fractal. If you can see it, if you tactical. like, it's just so weird that I'm like, you know, I'm honestly here for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was saying, though. As for the overall experience, it's like I can hear uh, his parents' money on this track, right? I can hear oh. that he could get any, you know, harp person. He could get any instrumentalist. He could get whatever he wanted. He could get an elephant. He could get a fucking, you know what I'm saying? He can get whatever yeah. instrument he wants Sky's to make it sound it. as good as it wants, right? And I was thinking, like, it's comp it, like it, musically, he can get make it just as competent, just like the last artist that we, you know, talked about. It's like, yeah, musically, this is all sounds really good because it clearly has good, like, monetary backing. But he is spinning his wheels as to where the fuck he wants to say and where the fuck any of the sound is going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like, I hear the budget. I hear that you definitely can get as much people as you want in here. But the lyrics and all of that shit and where this shit actually goes reveals your hand. Because so much of these things like, oh, this is a nice atmosphere to be in. But like, I probably don't want to hear this song again because it doesn't like attach to any emotion or anything really other than general malaise and sadness. So it's just mm -hmm. like, uh, OK, you know, like I can't do anything with this, you know, like. It's fine, yeah. but yeah, you know, but like, like I said, what it is, I, I, I remember really enjoying, um, I think your voice Bethel was also a nice, uh, solid enough joint and, but then we'll get a track like still in love where it's just like spinning its wheels, saying nothing. And then there's one or two lines where it's like, what is it? Cause I'm still in love. Yeah. I said that shit. I'm writing down my syllabus. Take it to the Oedipus. I'm still in love. Bro, you, you you do not bring up Oedipus unless you are specifically talking about a specific kind of love, my guy. 
Oh. Whoa, what's going on here? Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> and then, what, like uh, again, it's like he get, d- like gives you little nuggets of like, oh, we're doing a little story here because we're at the end. He's just like, oh, girl, I never thought there'd come a day we would be apart because I'm still in love. Just like in high school, stop taking. And then it like cuts off, and it's like, oh, what does that mean? Does that mean? That... But it's like, who cares? Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's like <laughs> it almost interests you, and then you're like, oh, but wait, for the last 25 minutes, he hasn't really had any like through line and connection with anything. So what the fuck makes me think this is gonna lead anyway? You know, like. <laughs> I couldn't really be bothered to care too much about anything, unfortunately. Um, there were a couple parts I remember quoting, if I could find them. Muted Sunrise I thought was a really good sounding track. I like the 3-4 time. I like that he started it with the lemonade, freckles, strawberry skies. Like, again, he's trying to do the psychedelia thing, and I, I think it, like... He's hitting that beat in the sense of like, oh, yes, I am getting the very, you know, sunset, hazy, sort of like, you know, wavy rainbow colors, you know, whatever. But I, I thought that was definitely one of the more boring cuts. Yeah, but me, then I remember like what the hook was. It was just like. I'd be very surprised if any of these songs had a decent hook. Oh, remember that part where he's like, uh, it, it's like, so this song, yeah, I remember it's like, it goes a little slow, but I was like, oh, okay, you know, I can fuck with it. And then it gets to that part where he's like, it linking me back to when I kissed you got me reaching for, I was like, oh my God, can you, can we up the BPMs <laughs> in this on, song? Come on, <laughs> But I did like the lovey-dovey sounding part where it was just like, love, love, love. So I was like, okay, that sounds nice, but like, <laughs> we could have gotten here sooner is all I'm saying. <laughs> By track 10, I... I realized that on Genius, I was following the original version of this, which apparently after track 10 starts mixing it up in just like five random tracks is like, oh, this is the Day Tripper version. And I was like, what? What's happening? And I thought originally it was like, oh, is this like a thing where it's like, hey, actually, like, you know how on Spotify you can hear like the censored and uncensored version? Well, well, there's actually like going to be like, you know, a whole different album if you listen to this version. And this is like the melancholy side. This is like the happy side. But no, it was just like later on, he just wanted to throw in like five tracks you know, into the middle of the album in a way that was just like, what? Because I had to go through like three different genius uh, uh, pages to figure out which was the specific one that had the songs that this person had requested, the Day Trippers edition, you know? Oh boy, I fucked up. I didn't do that. Uh, look at <laughs> Trust uh, me, I totally fucked it up. doesn't make that much of a difference. Oh uh, no. <laughs> as, someone who had to go through, as someone who had to go through the multiverses of what this album was, it didn't make that much of a fucking difference. <laughs> So on the buy song, I thought it was, I sounded, thought it sounded nice, you know, a nice bluster of harps, you know, again, dipping into the psychedelia. Then I was listening to one of the lyrics, he's just like, he's talking about this girl, he's like, oh, I'm a motherfucker on the way, and don't you text me, you get fucking engaged, you drive six whips a day, I hope you just remember this face. I was like, wait, what, who needs to drive six cars, like six different cars? Like, what? Why? <laughs> like what? For different occasions? Like oh, oh no no don't get that car. That's that's the limousine car. We we need the clown car for today. And then afterwards we're going to the golf course. So we need that car. What the fuck? Why do you need six cars? Damn! I wish I would have heard the Joey Badass though. That that sucks. What was it Laurel Canyon? That one it was just so rambly. Like okay, he's like singing. Like these all just feel like they could be interchangeable at a certain point. Some of these songs. Um, but then we get to summer, and then I kind of wish we were just doing the sing-songy, r- repetitive stuff, because then it's like, oh, 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 Trap Jaden jumped up out the bando, uh-oh, he's got to do his raps with this weirdly light voice, but he's talking about, oh, it's summer, I got the hitters in the suburbs, oh, do ya, you got the hitters in the suburbs, Jaden. Wow, yeah, okay, we, we, we got totally different experiences here. Mm? This sucks. Um, well, I guess we're reviewing both of them. Yeah. So, on the original one, it's got 17 tracks. On the remix, it's got 19 tracks. Yeah. I thought that it would just be two additional ones, but you got different ones than I got. Yeah, and I was like, what is he doing? Yeah, I got... Mine was just Cabin Fever. You got Cabin Fever from the Hill by our psychedelic love story featuring Babe Rainbow. Yeah. Uh, Santa Barbara, Laurel Canyon, Summer. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Equestrian Trail Freestyle. Uh, number two. Um, I don't know where number one was. <laughs> the the Endless Summer remix with Joey Badass. Uh, we Were 15. All of that. I didn't get any of that. I got songs Young in Love, Photograph, Drops of Sun, Sunburst, uh, Deep End, and 
um, boys and girls to to round out the album. Well, how did you enjoy those songs? Were they were they the I blast didn't... of fresh air that were just so different? No. They were like, oh man, this is too good. We got to give them something else too to match the ability. <laughs> No, man. Every other song I mentioned to you got either a two and a half or a three. <laughs> They're so nothing. You got the Endless Summer remix with Joey Badass. I just got the standard version with uh, with Rory. Oh, God. And, and this really, I, I just wrote down, uh, cringiest, most hip-hop 101 bars oh, I've no. ever what heard. Oh, no. saying? Well, a uh, leader of the new school, like Slick Rick the Ruler, oh, should have yeah. went to Harvard like Yara. I could school ya. Uh, his verse is okay, but then old Joey Summertime just fucking kills that shit. <laughs> I'll just say, go check out his version is all I got to say. And then and then Jaden comes back in and is like, oh, not to be outdone. Ooh, Egyptian mathematics. <laughs> like, colonizers laughing at African magic. I turned it to a, it turned to, to a habit. Nigga, don't make me pull a hat out of a rabbit. <laughs> Like, okay. Um, it's like half dope. It's like half cool. Kind of say like, oh, you know, ring doom to a fascist royalty. And that's just a classic. What's debated? Take it. Dude, I'm trying to like, it's like it sounded cool when I heard it, but I don't know what the fuck he's saying. I was sitting here when you were talking about what is it? And I had no idea what you were talking Uh, about. uh, That explains. Uh, Yeah, because I didn't get that one. I didn't get what is it? I didn't get your voice, Bethel, New York. Damn. Um, I didn't get still in love. Yeah, what the hell was he doing? Why is he so... Di- Why didn't you just release another album if you're going to have this many different tracks? <laughs> and remixes of the original tracks, I guess, because there's songs on here like Lucy, Day Tripper version. Um, so yeah, there's like completely different versions of songs that I just didn't even get. You can just kind of hear everything just mashing together, even the stuff that sounds like kind of dope feels a little aimless, you know? Like, like I, I liked Endless Summer, and I actually, like, you know, was cool with the, the more weirder bars. It's like, you know, I mean, Joey Badass really helped it, but, like, you know, when you're enjoying, like, a whole, like, when a song's a whole vibe and you're getting into it, you're like, oh, okay. And I actually like the way he ended it, where he's just like, oh, Misfits Trivia Summer, n- New Wave Hippie Parade, and I brought the tide out of the stage. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> like, it's just the way he just like, hey, 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 hey. Like, you know, if he would have just carried... Like, the thing about it is, when he is carefree and cocky but in a sort of like muted way and that's such a weirdly specific thing to say but like that's the best version of him like if i get a version of you that's not really that cocky but just kind of wants to talk about the stuff you're doing like oh hey i'm doing this thing over here isn't that cool you know hey look and I, like if, if, yeah if, if that was it if he was just kind of talking about what he was doing and just like yo i'm doing this new endeavor and i'm feeling good about that so come through da, da, da. like that would be fine but when he tries to do the oh i got the hitters in the suburbs but oh uh, girl i miss you like trying to be like that drake thing so bad you know what i mean trying to straddle that line but it's just even less believable <laughs> it's like i know who your dad is <laughs> like you know there's another couplet in endless summer that i forgot that it's kind of nonsense but i kind of liked it so i quoted it more weight than your every flow when i sneeze you geezer please believe you roland with some g's louise yeah, yeah I, I exactly i remember hearing the line be like Oh, that was like almost a dope line, but then you just like forgot where the pu- to put the punchline in, like you know. It's like it's dope, but you still said "Geez, Louise," yeah. so I can't really <laughs> give you the credit I want to. Right. But it still sounded cool, and I don't know what sneeze geezer. I don't know what any of that was, but yeah, it's yeah. words that I wouldn't think to put together. So it's like, ah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was like leading right up to maybe where a punchline would be, but then it was like, uh, where I, I forgot where we were going. <laughs> Dude, I'm high on so much fucking shrooms, bro. I'm high on so much psilocybin or whatever. I feel like I should uh, apologize to Carrie for... Jaden should apologize for making these confusing-ass albums. (laughs) Well, no. See, it says right here in the notes, Day Trippers Edition, and I didn't notice that. So, that's my fault. Uh, uh, You know what? If you want to be chastised, I'll do it. Uh, You ruined it now. I hope you can't sleep, and then you dream about it. And when you dream, I hope you can't sleep, and you scream about it. Thank you. That's all I needed. That's all I asked for. You're absolved. Oof, oof. A weight has been lifted <laughs> off my shoulders. But so, in another way, though, Carrie almost got uh, two reviews for the price of one. That is true. Because I didn't realize how different these fucking albums were. Like, yeah. when it says 19 tracks, I just thought, oh, it's my 17 with two extras. <laughs> it's like, no, it's 
five from mine and like a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Doctor Strange accidentally like re- released this album from the multiverse or some shit. But but it's funny because I was like, oh man, you got all this interesting shit. Then I'm over here with all these songs you didn't have, and I'm like. Oh, I still don't really have anything to even say about him, unfortunately. Like, they're not even really even... Like, if he had that same observation and was like, Wow, this album is kind of fucking dull, dude. I should uh, make it somewhat interesting. And that's what the Day Tripper version is. Again, I don't get what that Beatles reference has to do with anything. Yeah. The the Day Tripper Might as well just call him a Daydream Believer or whatever the fuck. I'm sorry, that was the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, we got the monkeys references throughout. He, he's uh, he's enjoying his Pleasant Valley Sunday, and he's not going to be your stepping stone. Now, actually, that would actually be the cool guy move, right? Like at this, oh, point, sure. like everyone references the Beals. Like that's like that's old hat. But to go back and go like the guys that people thought were like just the the sunshine, you know, uh, uh, no problems band, but actually were trying to push back against that image as time went on. That actually would be the cooler person to go for. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one would see that coming. Yeah, shit. If he named this album Head, and it was all like this, <laughs> this weird like the thing that went nowhere, and you got like Jack Nicholson to direct it, <laughs> like today Jack Nicholson. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, Dude, that would be like honestly, <laughs> and, like like no one can figure out what's going unless uh, no one can figure out what's going on unless you've seen the movie Head. Like Jaden Smith working with Jack Nicholson, even though he's been retired from any entertainment for like at least five years. I don't know what's happening. If if Jada popped on the track and said, Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina, I'd be like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Zilch. <laughs> okay. That's a missed opportunity, Jada. Take that up on uh, C- CTV4. Yeah. That's your assignment. Well, what review did you give your album? What score did you get? <laughs> My version of the album. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I gave it a three and a half. Um... I, uh, like I said, I, lots of competent musicianship on here, but, you know, not necessarily, like, if Jaden was, like, you know, just a struggling average guy, like, you know, he wouldn't have that, but, okay, like, let's not focus on that, let's just focus on what the product is, like, yes, like, the musicianship is fine, but it is clearly not going anywhere for most of it, it's just, like I said, just spinning its wheels, that's the phrase that I kept hearing in my head every time I, like, listen to some of these songs, it was like, this is nice, but it would be nice if we had, like, some structure, you know, like, just anything, like, I get it, you're trying to, like, break out from the bugs but it's just like but you know some rules are there for a reason and so to make people like be invested <laughs> and it's like if you don't want people to be invested that's fine i mean literally you're going to be fine you know it's not like oh no if this project doesn't turn out as well i won't have enough money to do my next project no he will so you know <laughs> yeah it's not a problem at all <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like he's but like it, but just as a listener i'm like oh yeah i can hear the competency i can hear you even trying to like do some and break out of the box and do some interesting stuff but it, it so doesn't like add up to some of its parts that it's kind of like disappointing like so while i say like yeah it's a little above average but it's still just not like not in a way where it's just like oh but check it out because he's almost there it's like and now it feels like the next album is gonna be just like this probably also spinning his wheels you know which is weird because i remember enjoying wasn't it like the first four tracks off of Jaden's album the, the blue songs remember those I, like, I remember being like, holy fuck, fuck whatever. I, you might have thought about how weird he was about his Twitter presence or whatever the fuck. This motherfucker's a musical mastermind. And then any track after Blue, it was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. It came up on the Eris album. It's coming up here. That's going to be his legacy. And I mean, if that's, you know, you really can't ask for much better than that. Like, that was your peak. That was the that was the pinnacle. Yeah, it's, it's all been kind of a... Uh, Downhill from there. Uh, my album got a three hmm. for me. So score wise, uh, yours uh, eked its way out with the with the point. Look, uh, Joey the Badass point. really had a good verse. <laughs> That's all you need. Get Joey Badass on your song if you think your album sucks. I, yeah, I definitely would not be mad at that if that was like the next wave. <laughs> Just random Joey Badass cameos. Like, okay, I guess I'm on this song now. <laughs> no, it's funny. I referenced earlier that the album art was a Sgt. Pepper's reference. The, not the Day Trippers version. The Day Trippers version is this boring ass grayscale picture of him fucking sitting at a table. Yeah, because mine was like this super colorful picture that does kind of have elements of the Sgt. Pepper cover with like the like the flowers and the field and everything. But yeah, so yours has like no semblance of that besides the rainbow, I guess. Yeah. He's just sitting there like he's doing like a press conference and he's really bored about it. 
and it's like it's all in black and blacks and whites except for a rainbow behind him it's like I, is that supposed to represent like oh this is my happiness right here but i can't express it or, or what now i'm fucking spoiled for choice i don't know which one i'm gonna put in the thumbnail well <laughs> mm. all three just oh, mash shit. them together like Jaden did with these albums Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> just awkwardly mash them on top of each other. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. No sacrifice. No. Your, uh, no. <laughs> it's okay. I've got time. <laughs> I, I, I can do it. Oh, <laughs> but with that, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to call it here. going to go out on top. Uh, it's been going off. And if there's albums that you would like for us to talk about in a future episode... Uh, consider heading over to our Kofi, as mentioned earlier in the show, uh, ko-fi.com slash off. that's G-O-I-N-O-F-F, uh, to request an album to be viewed on a future episode. Make sure you're following us on Twitter. Um, we got uh, Instagram, even though I don't really use it, but we also got mm. TikTok and yeah, YouTube pages my... and Patreon pages yeah. and Kofi pages. Exactly. Which all these ways for you to keep up with the, the extended going off saga. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Patreon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, patreon.com slash Rap Critic, where you can uh, chat with me and fellow fans on the Rap Critic Discord, as well as see Rap Critic episodes early. Uh, also, with my uh, movie podcast that I've got going on over there, uh, where I review uh, films. You know, if you want to hear, well, you know, what, what what does this gentleman's analytical eye, uh, uh, you know, look like when he's uh, turning it to film? So, you know, if you want to check that out, mm. head on over there. Um and yeah, like I said, I, well, I'm starting to do streaming on YouTube because there was a stupid thing where like Twitch was down for a minute and it's really annoying to like relocate from Twitch to YouTube with the fucking things that you have to do. So like, okay, I got the stream key for YouTube now. So now I'm streaming on YouTube for now. <laughs> we also got the Refcoms fan house. So consider uh, going over there and uh, subscribing for $3 a month to get exclusive content. That's uh, fanhouse.app slash Refcoms. <laughs> uh, if you want to help us out in that way and get some exclusive content that you can't see otherwise. But until next time, I'm going off. I'm Muse. And I'm the Rap Critic. And Muse, if a cupcake falls mm. from a tree, how far will it be away from down? Hashtag Jupiter. Oh.